It's Dr. Audrey Tang here with another season of Retrain Your Brain. It's that podcast that helps you buffer low-level stress. It helps you return to a state of calm. It helps you find more joy in your life so you don't use up so much of your available energy on things that you cannot control. It's not the big choices in life that have the greatest impact, but the little things you choose to do every single day. So start making some choices with me now. Let's take a look at some informal ways to circumvent our brain's resistance to change. So think about a cute puppy. Did you smile? Well, who wouldn't? There you go. You've just made your first step to an optimistic outlook. That wasn't difficult, was it? It was informal. It was something you could do easily. And it's not as if you had to sit there and say to your brain, think positive, think happy. Because the minute you're forcing your brain into doing something, it tends to rebel and not want you to do it. So while positive psychology did study what makes people more likely to thrive even through adversity, and Seligman did say those elements of a positive mindset are purpose, gratitude and support, and they found that this positive mindset is connected to greater life satisfaction, a higher cheerfulness rating, lower reports of depression, better health, a greater sense of well-being. And even if we're naturally pessimistic, we can retrain our brain to behave more positively. It's not always easy. And it's especially not easy if we are telling our brain we have to do this or think positive, it's good for you. So this is what we can do instead. Take advantage of your brain's neuroplasticity. And all this means is there are certain chemical pathways in the brain that will fire up every time a behavior is repeated. Take our response to lockdown, for example. If we've been feeling down and a focus on this has caused our brain to function in a certain way, have certain chemical pathways light up, changing our behavior through actively seeking a few more hugs or getting a bit more exercise or going out in the sun or doing a very quick gratitude practice or doing a one minute meditation and so on can stimulate the happy hormones and the happy neurotransmitters. And this in turn results in more positive pathways being built or the negative ones at least being dampened. And so informally, gratitude or saving the little wins is one way of improving our mental and emotional health overall. So here's another way. Shift our focus. So rather than seeing what conventionally defines success and happiness, for example, it's wealth or the show of wealth or titles or achievements, maybe look at different things that to you define success and happiness. For me, it's virtues such as kindness, generosity, temperance, perseverance. Those things are things that I really look for in other people. And I love spending time with people with those virtues. And I try and demonstrate those myself. And so it's really important that we don't undervalue virtue for the sake of wealth. Here's an example. When you think about what someone might reflect on when you ask them, what do I bring to your life? I bet you they're likely to speak about your virtues and your traits and how you make them feel. I don't think they're going to mention your external achievements. 
I mean, I find this quite a lot anyway, partly because I don't think people know what I do, but people don't talk about me in terms of what I do, but we do talk a lot about how I might make them feel. And similarly, when you think about what you love about your friends, how likely are you to mention their amazing life? It's probably more likely that you'll mention the simple pleasures that you find in your engagements with them, their friendship, their sense of humour, the fact they're feeling great and they make you feel comfortable, that they're thoughtful. You don't look necessarily at their house and their car. Gratitude reminds us of this. So by doing these little things, we can, in fact, impact the way we see the world. We can cultivate this positive mindset. And as I've said earlier, this positive mindset can help us buffer the stressors that naturally come with life. Having a more optimistic outlook can help us manage, even if we have many adversities coming our way. But as I said, change is hard. So how long does it take to adopt these new habits? Well, our brains have evolved to take care of us, to keep us safe. Our bodies have evolved to perform the vital tasks efficiently that we need to do every day. As such, we recognise fear more easily than happiness and physically we tend to do things that keep us comfortable. But as I said, informal choices, informal well-being can help circumvent your brain and its desire to keep you in your comfort zone. Simply by doing something small every single day that can help build those positive pathways that can take advantage of neuroplasticity. Try some positive affirmations whilst you're doing your teeth. For example, I rise to any challenge today may bring, or my favourite, even if I can't control anything else, I can control my breathing, or my time and energy are valuable and I spend them wisely, or who I am is more valuable than what I own and so on. Or try a gratitude stretch. Before you get up or before you go to bed, think about the people you're grateful for in your life. Think about the things you're grateful for in your life. Think about one thing you're proud of about yourself. And the best thing is, if you do one and two, the people and the things, enough, even just for a week, you'll notice patterns come up. The same people, the same things will come up. So then actively choose to spend more time with those people or those things because doing so will energise you for the more difficult moments and it will even give you a more truthful reason to say to the emotional vampires, sorry, I'm already doing blah, blah, blah. And finally, do one thing to make someone else smile. While engaging in the things we enjoy definitely raises our positivity, Research shows that even seeing the act of kindness towards others makes us feel even better. So it doesn't need to be expensive. Just drop someone you care for a text or share something funny with them. Even stroking your pet can make them feel good and you'll feel great too. And that's all we have time for today. But to catch up with more of my tools and tips, do follow me on my YouTube channel, which is Dr. Audrey Tang, Tools to Thrive. Check out my website, www.draudreyt.com or join me in the Wellbeing Lounge on NLive Radio, Tuesday nights at 9pm.